You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, the one, the only, the best coast in the whole wide world, back from week four of the Fortnite World Cup qualifiers, Mr. Monster D-Face. What's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? We're, we're back, man. I got uh, I got some good news. I guess I got my schedule, more or less. So I got a bye week this week, and then I'll be back for six, maybe seven. Uh, and then I, I think I'm definitely up for like nine and ten. So yeah, um, at least I, I got some dates out there. So if you guys want to tune in, you're always welcome. Weekends. It helps me. Now I know when we can do the podcast, right? As well. Yeah, uh, that, I know, right? that's the other thing. Stick on track, guys. So. <laughs> So yeah, obviously this show is going to be coming to you guys a little bit late this week, but that's okay. We're going to get something out to you and you're going to enjoy it. I mean, I hope you enjoy it at least. I mean, every week you guys tell me you enjoy it. So uh, hopefully that's what happens again this week. This one's going to be a little crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of happening, man. We're only a couple days away. Well, one day away. Well, I guess one and a half days, technically. By the time but, they hear this? Yeah. I mean, I- I'm going to try to drop it here on Tuesday night, so... There, okay. it's, it's, right, it's right around the corner. Season nine is going to be here in a, in a blink of an eye. I definitely want to talk about that. Uh, I want to cover you know, some of the, uh, the allegations, per se, that's been happening. And, of course, in a volcano that erupted on us. So uh, before we dive into there, guys, thank you so much. Make sure you are following us on all the social medias. Um, you know, Monster's way more active than I am. So make sure you are definitely following his YouTube channel, Monster Deface on YouTube. If you haven't watched a video there yet, you're doing yourself a disservice. So go watch at least one, and then you can come back and tell me that you're going to watch the rest of them because that's what you'll end up doing. Uh, but yeah, check out Monster D Face on YouTube. Make sure you follow him on social medias. Uh, you can follow me at Too Loud TX, the number two, and then uh, of course uh, both of us at the Fortnite Podcast. Without further ado, Monster, let's jump right into this. It's been a very eventful past week and a half since we got out of Week Three solos. There's been a lot of things happening, uh, a lot of allegations, a lot of things that were thrown around. Epic came out with a determining answer against the allegations. Uh, But I want to back up a little bit. I want to back up all the way to week one of this thing. Uh, And I think you're the one that said it uh, a little bit. It might have been an an off, off, uh, off the real conversation me and you were having, but that the world qualifiers are going to bring out some crazy stuff we hadn't seen yet. And some some different attitudes, some different people, some different mentalities when you put this much money on the line. Uh, and, and, you know, do you think before we jump into all these that have happened already, do you think it's over with? Do you think we're still going to see some things that p- players shouldn't be doing, some collusion, per se, uh, or, or cheating? And in other words, what a lot of people view it as. Uh. Honestly, the system is kind of flawed in a sense. Like the whole, a, a good example of this is the fact that streamers like streamer duos, like Liquid Seventy Two Hours and Liquid Vivid, are in a weird position where they're, um, you know, they're they're too big, right? So in the kill feed, they can't even use their own account names to have to change their name every week or every weekend when, before they go into these duo games and stuff because. People just unfortunately will target big names, and and it, it changes you know 
mentality and the way people play. So um, are we going to see like weird things? Dude, I feel like we are as much as I would love to, you know, just have faith in, uh, in the community and everything that goes squeaky smooth uh, and clean. There's just too many players to keep track of. The games are too hectic. The yeah. format is, is so uh, open, right? It's not like it's customs. So um, there's just, just a lot of room for error. So hopefully that's, we don't. A, hopefully that's an interesting goes. thing that you bring up is, you know, and we hear it. And I think, you know, me being more of a casual player, I don't pay a lot of attention to the kill feed. Right. But again, I'm not playing at a high level and I'm not in these matches where there's a chance. Usually that somebody like 72 hours or vivid could be in there. Why don't they just turn the kill feed off in an arena? Like just get rid of kill feed in arena. No, because like the the kill feed is still very important. It gives a lot of it gives information. You know, if you if you do your homework enough, you'll you can see a player like and for example get thirsted or something in the feed, and you'll know oh this guy is now a one off duo. Like you know what I mean? If you see Tifu die in a kill feed, Cloxy's by himself. That that like I just heard that shock and you know go down. It, it can't not be that duo right here in front of me okay, one of these guys is one off now, right? Or, or something along those yeah. lines. There, no. there is information you can gain from that. And, and I mean, another, another, just to kind of touch on like uh, how people can, can use names and stuff to their advantage. Even if you like say hi to the bus driver when you get on the game, that's another way people like instantly chin check everyone who's in a lobby, All right? Oh, snap, this person talked. This person is, on the, is in this game. Okay, okay, okay. And you know, like most of these pros know where other pros tend to land. Or like who normally normally right, right. Be your main point of interest. So if like your spot is retail, you're probably fighting the same five or six pros. Like literally, you're you're sick and tired of seeing their name by now. Either whether it's dying or beating them, or whether they make your early game rough. Right? You know, like dude, every time too loud is here. Yo, too loud in this game. Just get ready. Right? Like, and these are things people do, and it's just it can't be avoided. Yeah, I think that is an interesting thing as we've seen, you know, Battle Royale genre grow, right? Especially with Fortnite and how big it's gotten is all the things that people look at, right? Like people, and especially in Fortnite, we have like set locations. Like a lot of people have these set drop spots. You can learn them. You can figure them out. We've we've seen in the past in other tournaments, people, you know, jumping in and, and going to somebody else's spot and people in the community getting angry, right? Uh, why are you challenging them, you know? And and these are things <laughs> we've talked about, about how, for me, from a viewer standpoint, because I do so much viewing of the game, it's enjoyable to watch the contest, you know, people contest each other and do that kind of thing. It's interesting. Uh, I think a lot of times, you know, a lot of uh, the, 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 the non-pro player, the more casual player, they person that really enjoys watching and and viewing Fortnite. sometimes the kill feed isn't something we think about as much right so it's interesting to hear from you and and what pros look at just from thanking the bus driver per se right well, well there was a weekend when uh Fortnite disabled the kill feed and dude like people just went up in flames like where's the kill feed <laughs> even, even like the real hardcore people the the viewers that that want to know who's in there or maybe you're keeping track of your friends names or whatever mm -hmm. um you know it matters so that's even why, like, Fortnite has finally decided, all right, guys, we're going to keep it on. Well, one thing they definitely decided on this past week was to go ahead and uh, uh, ban some people for, for a little bit, G give them a, a time out, per se. Um, and I really want to, re before we get to Ziff, and, and, and if that's, that's how you say it, right? Rise Ziff? Is that how you say it? I, I believe so. Uh, uh, no, it, Rise. He got dropped. Quick. 
Well, yeah, yeah, you got dropped. Now he's still <laughs> he's still trying to promote Rise on his Twitter for sure. Uh, but Ziff, uh, before we get into what happened with him, and and I think that's definitely the the biggest story so far to come out of all these uh, collusion allegations. Back in week one, um, as I was saying at the beginning of the show, uh, somebody else got here, and this is a this is a somebody that we really mean you both really like. We think they got a lot of talent. You've called them out, saying you know he's kind of one of the players you're watching through the qualifiers. You expect to get to worlds is uh, Complexity Hogman. And uh, we had, f- uh, you know, uh, Envy Gorilla, uh, and, I, and I know all the Envy guys really well. I've, I know Hogman pretty well. I've, I've been with them at events since PAX of last year. Um, and, you know, it was interesting to me to see Gorilla call out Hogman, not only because, you know, uh, they, they're both pro players in this scene that really, at the, at the you know, upper echelon of the players, I would say they're at, they're all pretty close and friends and stuff. And to see this come out uh, immediately caught my eye, but Gorilla accused Hogman of cheating with Fuzzy early on. And they had a couple clips um, that were, you know, near Polar Peak, uh, one at the airport over there at, at, at uh, Frosty Height flights and, uh, you know, ended up not really going anywhere so much in the community. Not a lot of people. It didn't get as much traction, should I say, as when Ziff's uh, allegations came out. But it was interesting to see, and immediately, unlike Ziff, um, Hogman had an immediate response, you know, and and to that, uh, I'll just put out here, the, the tweets were quick. Amy Gorilla put out a clip, and on that clip he tweeted out, he said, duo teams controlling POIs and solo customs is getting pretty boring. Uh, Jackie Ski and I might have to start doing, and, uh, you know, LMAO. And then he puts the clip out there. Hogman apply, replies really quickly. What are you saying? Fuzzy shot out my ball, then left after the fight was over, which was smart. You see me pushing high ground because I thought he was there still and I was ready to fight. From the clip, you can actually see both perspectives. I, I'm not saying Hogman was cheating or he wasn't. I'm just saying I can see both perspectives. It, it does look different. It is odd whenever somebody pushes a fight and then backs off, right? That's always really interesting. Um, but for the most part, uh, he, he responded immediately and then he came back out, had another tweet a couple hours later after that. And this, like I said, this is back on April 20th, April 24th. He said, uh, I don't want to be involved in, in petty drama. I'm not a cheater. Never have been. Enjoy your night. I'm getting back to grinding for the qualifiers this weekend. And this was right after week one. And, uh, like I said, you know, I think Hogman did a pretty good job by responding and putting a, a shush on it. But you can also tell that there hasn't been any other allegations since then. Like, hey, you know, maybe if him and Fuzzy were doing something, they're like, hey, man, we got to back off. We were starting to get viewed as that way. Um, as you look at this and you look at these players, what is something like, you know, if, if, if allegations are getting thrown out like this and you're, and you're a pro player, what, what is your mindset going into that? Especially if you're saying, hey, look, I'm not cheating. How do you, how do you change that mentality? And, and, and how does it affect how you're preparing throughout the week? I mean, I could only imagine. I've never, you know, myself been in that kind of situation, but I could only imagine that if you're getting that kind of, you know, heat under your seat, if you want to call it that, um, it, it's got to affect you, right? You, 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 I'm sure everyone here can relate to like telling the truth at some point or another and someone really like just saying you're lying. Right. And that doesn't feel good. Like inside, it's like, how do I prove this? Like you right, almost right. want to like laugh. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, so it's like, sometimes there just is nothing you can do. The best is just to state your piece one time, just say, Hey, you're going to believe it or, or whatever. That's the best I can do and leave it at that. But to just 
kind of take this conversation down another like route, I want to talk about like when does Epic draw the line in the sand where like duos, right? Like in that uh, example are landing at a POI and, and they just so happen to end up in the same game or something like that. It, it, it does always look so weird. And you, it's, it's kind of funny, but you know, your own teammates tendencies, let's yeah. say let's yep. both of you guys are like genuinely not even on a discord or anything like that. And you guys aren't streaming or whatever. And you, if you and your duo land the game, like I'll just use salty springs for myself as an example. If I'm in salty, you know I am landing back house window seal because that is literally what I do when I touch down in salty, right? A good example is like Tifu and Cloak land at uh, Westworld. Tifu quite literally always claims the same blue little roof with the with this like the same stone structure. He's right. always gonna land comfort spot to fight out of. So if Tifu and Cloak end up in a quote unquote solo. You're going to know if it's like Tifu more or less, the way he's going to hold that same little castle cone every time, every time. It never fails. Yeah. Um, and so, so like, it, it does get weird. And if you know it's someone, like, if you know, right, quotation marks, guys, if you know it's him, you're probably not going to take that battle because it's smart not to take that battle. You clearly have a duo that you respect for a reason. So it's, it's always going to look weird. It is yeah. always going to look weird. Yeah. No, that, that's a great point. And that's it's... You, you can't really prove it necessarily, but you you also can't accuse anyone either because like you just know, right? It, pro players just have a different mentality. Just not every battle is the one you want to take, especially if it's your quote unquote, you know, teammate, even if you're in a solo uh, competition, you just have more respect for that player and, and probably just fear for what, you know, can turn that out, what can turn from that. So, so let's create a scenario here. Me and you are playing, we're playing solos, you know, and of course, we land salty together. Uh, okay. We both know we're going to land there. We see a third person come in here. You and the other thing is right is you're probably usually wearing the same outfit right when you play these. A lot a lot of players do. A lot of players use the same that, that outfit right whenever whenever they do it. Um, and like you said, the kill feed coming in importance here, right? Like if we both land salty and the third person is there, I know hey probably one of these people is monster. And and the other person is definitely my enemy 100%. Ain't going to show me no slack. Ain't going to let me farm up a little bit like I might let you farm up, right? Not only because we're friends, but also because we both have the same goal. We want to get to the end game, right? And this other player, we don't know what their mentality is. We don't know what they're doing. We don't, we don't understand what's going on. So in, in honesty, it's to both me and your benefit to take that person out, right? In a like, way, but it's also to our benefit to... Like not collude, right? So yeah, yeah, it, no, absolutely. An agreement where, uh, and this is a good example. Is I saw this in a, in a live environment where two players. It was actually Hogman and and Fuzzy. Funny that you brought that up, but I saw this in an environment where they did land in Frosty, and it was a solo competition. But they didn't necessarily team, right? They, they don't team, but they respectively kind of loot the point of interest without ever stepping on each other's toes but that's what like some players will do like in paradise palms a good example it's big enough for the two of us so pros you don't even have to know who's there a lot of people will maybe take a couple pop shots maybe not but they're just like right. look at you look at me i you know you flinch whatever yeah, you know yeah. And that, yeah it's like cool i'm gonna farm real quick but then you always got that chip on your shoulder like i gotta be real careful i gotta get out of here yeah and both of you guys feel that way right so that's why like big points of interest it's hard to tell 
which direction uh, any which player is going to go, but it is more of like a flinching cat and mouse tactic. Like, a, dude, I'll, I'll bite you if you if you try and come bite me or jump on me. But if you don't, you know, I really don't want to take this fight either. It's too early for this, right? To to toss our chances up, right? And then there's people, other people that just don't care. Like, nah, dude, I'm about this early game point, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pounce on anyone that's near me. Everyone has a different play style. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so so let's let's carry on our scenario. The, the person's there. It may or may not be of our interest, right? But the thing is, if I see him engage you, and I'm not going to engage at this point, right? I still want to farm. I still want to get my loot or whatever. And I see in that kill feed that that you knock him, right? And and you kill him. I might be less impressed to push on that fight versus if I see he knocks you and kills you. Merely for the fact of because, number one, I respect what you do, right? So I know, number one, your skill level. Number two, he might, I might think in my mind, hey, he got lucky or, hey, now he's got double the resources and I don't know who this is. I got to go after him, right? I mean, and third party is always a thing in this game too, right? So you're 100% inclined to dive on someone after, you know, said situation. Um, and it, it's, it is funny to say it, but it's also true. Like you're always going to also feel like, ah, uh, you know, damn vivid's my boy, dude. You know, I don't, we play together every day. We do this every yeah, day. I, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just going to keep moving. Like whatever. It's none of my business too. Um, it's just so weird, man. And I genuinely, like, I believe people play like that. I believe people play like it's that. It's human shit. instinct, man. Look, if me and you, we spend time together, we do the podcast together every time, you know, if, if, if I want, I don't, I don't want to necessarily take your chance away and you don't want to take mine away at the very beginning of a game, right? Yeah. We want to give each other that chance to get to the end game because believe it or not, Vivin made it right in week one, right? He, he made it. Well, I'm guarantee you 72 hours said, congratulations, man. I, he was gener- generally happy for him to actually make it and do it. Right. And, and I would be the same. So I get that part of it. You can call it collusion. You can call it what it is. I do think there's a difference, though, in what we saw and what people want to show about Hogman and Fuzzy versus what we saw with Ziff, right? And I think oh, absolutely. I think this is what you That's asked. Different. Yeah, I, I think you asked where does Epic draw the line, and I think this is where they drew the line. Okay. When people fall on you and literally don't pick up a weapon or fail to aim, pick up a chest, knowing number one, you you didn't even land at a POI. You landed on the side of a mountain at you know at one single base structure. Okay, like that's fishy as it is. Especially if you already saw two people land there, and there's no loot there for you. You know that as a pro player. So Epic had to say. In, in my opinion, and I don't know what they said, by the way. I, I didn't even ask Monster if he knows what they said. So I'm just saying this. But they basically had to go like, all right, no one would make that play. If no one would make that play, what? and we think it's crazy, okay, maybe people will make crazy plays. So let's take it to the next level. What did the players do when they fail? Well, if you go watch the videos, like literally, th- those are the two guys just danced around. So, so I've, I did my investigation on the same thing. And just to give you guys a little more context, the one player that was, quote-unquote, throwing the games away, right? Like, his first, like, seven or eight games, he landed at a specific, way different point on the map. He had an actual route, right? He had a, he had a game plan to try and qualify. Once he realized his point bracket wasn't anywhere near the money or, or the, the qualifications, that's when suddenly the other games he was feeding his his you know he was throwing his games essentially on different points of interest 
to friends on his friends list. This is this all kind of date like this is how they all get busted. Is how you know Epic knows like for sure these guys cheated because you know suddenly multiple players change their game plan. They are landing on you. Suddenly they're also on your friends list, and you know there's just all this history that dates back to like you guys played in the past. You guys know one another, and right. this is why we know you're cheating. And then if you look at the gameplay. Dude, pros don't miss. Like, quite honestly, if you just look at where the crosshair. This no. guy's shooting brick wall that's next to the said character. Like, it, like it was so stupid. It was clearly cheating. Uh, at least shoot the guy, right? Like, take some shield off or something. I don't know. Dude. It was stupid. Long story short, you can tell. You can you can definitely tell. If you look at all the previous games, that like the one where he fed the those players fed those elims. They they went and just completely changed the game plan, then turned into dummies at the same time. So yeah. that just happened. Um, and then also the the sad part is you know he didn't need those points, so that he actually that's, qualified without the two points. So yeah, he probably would have qualified without them. You know, I don't I didn't go watch all the vods, so I don't know if they fed the points. Show that even without those two, he would have actually qualified. He literally did not need the cheat. He actually did not need to cheat. He qualified off a of pure skill up until that point already. So the greed is the reason, you know, he, he deserves it. He, de- he definitely deserves to, to lose the spot. Um, and, and I think, and then some, uh, I personally just talking about the punishment. I know what the punishment is. Uh, I read the, the, the post on it. I, I think he should be <laughs> disqualified from the entire world cup. Um, but for whatever said reason, they think two weeks is, uh, the, uh, the reasonable ban in this situation. Maybe it's because it's the first one. And I don't know. They want to be a little lenient with it, but. I, I'm always in the effect of come out heavy the first time, right? Scare the rest of the people. Don't let them get away. That would be my opinion. You think so. But it also could just be like maybe in the past when they gave like Nate Hill and Funk Bomb that two week ban for, you know, the same, the same kind of act, I guess, like a little bit of, Collusion. Yeah. It was a lot more innocent back then as well. Um, Funk Bomb only glimpsed at the live stream that was uh, in, in zero delay time. So that was, you know, Fortnite's fault for doing a live stream in real time. Um, and then he gave away a little bit of information to Nate Hill. And when he realized he was wrong, he was like, ooh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. And he came up real clean and he told him, like, listen, I know it was a mistake. And in the moment, I realized, like, all right, this was definitely a mistake. But, you know, um, they got in trouble or whatever, right? And then it lasted for about two weeks as well. Um, so maybe Epic looked at that and said, oh man, we already had this, this thing come up. This was the punishment. Would it be unfair to like, you know, completely ban them from the entire uh, the entirety of the event? Do you face that backlash? You just kind of hold up the standard that you kind of set down the first time. What, what, happens, what happens if he qualifies again? Oh, dude, I, I, I'll be honest. Uh, woo, I would, you know, I'm a caster for the event. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> All right, hot topic. <laughs> well, I, I personally think if he qualifies again, we've already seen. Quali- you you know they're gonna like that's investigation work one on one right there. You're gonna have to look at that. But if he legit qualifies because he's already showed he has the skill to, I mean, what was done is done, right? The past is the past, I guess. You you also don't want to take away from people that are that are out there, uh, you know, showcasing their best work. A good example, Creo. Creo dropped from, you know, his, his ex team yeah. for. Uh, Another like scandal, right? You know, and and he's like a hot topic, let's just say. And he comes in, he has been on that top 10 leaderboard. You can't not say GG to him, right? Regardless of his history. Right. So it's like the same thing. You can't not say like 
you know, GG, dude, because you know, you still you're still out there putting work. The gameplay still does the talking. You're still a top percent player, regardless of who you are as a person. You're I'm, just, look at the, I, right? I'm just thinking, man, if he comes back, he qualifies, he goes to worlds, he wins worlds, like Ziff and Ronaldo are a scary duo. That's the crazy part. Like, I think they are going to probably make it with the limited chances they have. I think they will have like a shot or two and then a couple shots at uh, the solo ones because remember, it's a bi-weekly kind of thing. So yeah, so let's see. When he gets back, well, his ban started last weekend, essentially, right? So he lost last weekend. Yep. And, and he'll, he'll, be, he'll be back for like another, what, three solos. duos? Yeah, yeah, he'll be back for at least two, two solos and three duos. Yeah. So like a three duo with like how good that duo team is and just how good he is in solo player. Like they honestly have a shot. You've seen like people that have qualified. Almost every person that's qualified already like has shown up in the top 10, if not quote unquote requalified. So. Yeah, actually he'll be back for two duos, two more duos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause he'll, he'll miss the next one. I think anyways, whatever, however it works out, it's, uh, you know, it's crazy to me. The thing that gets me about it is, you got caught red-handed. We said, you know, Nate Hill came out and said, look, I messed up. You know, we, 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 we've seen Hogman come out immediately and say, look, look, this isn't what happened. There was immediate response, try, you know, going against it. He's straight up lied, by the way. It took Ziff a little bit uh, to respond. And when he responded, basically everything he said was a lie. Like, yeah. I'm not kidding. For people out there that are listening, you can... You, you you can go research this. This brother, I just want to read the last part of his of his response. Right here is my response to the false allegations of me during the World Cup. Is how he titles this, but this is what he says. And for the people saying Jesty is a friend or I'm good friends with him, I'm not. Whatever Jesty did during the World Cup qualifier and his actions have nothing to do with me. He's 14 years old. He's 14 years old who has been who has seen me play at Toronto Lands. I'm 22 years old. Jesse's landing on me is as good as any fan landing on their favorite streamer pro player. Okay, first off, okay, first off, this isn't a open this isn't a normal land. This isn't me watching Ninja and I'm trying to land on him and shoot him. Okay, first off. Second off, this brother straight up, okay, Seabass uh, from FaZe said, I've played in tons of customs with Ziff, and Jesty was there too. Like, what? Like, are you kidding me? Dude, FaZe just, Bass just called you out, and you're sitting here telling people straight up lies. There's there's videos of you guys playing together, but you're saying he's not your friend. First off, I poor soul to Jesty because he thought he had a friend in Ziff, and Ziff literally comes out and says, he ain't my friend, he's just a fan. I throw him under the bus. It, it, you know, oh man, I don't understand these kids, man. Like, this is, oh, we, we say they're young. They're, it's, you thought we thought the last mistakes were the last mistakes, and look, this happens again. I don't <sighs> understand how they get themselves in these situations. I need to turn the fan on. I'm getting hot in here, man. This, this is crazy. <laughs> all right, so, so that all happens. Ziff lies, response, Epic comes out, penalty. I, I'm definitely glad that they took a spot away. They didn't pay him no money. He didn't get nothing out of what he did. Um, you know, and, and hopefully, hopefully that's the last we hear of Ziff ever cheating. I hope he learned his lesson. Right? Uh, I'm sure. I'm, well, <laughs> I can never be sure at this point. These guys do things that, you know, make me scratch so my head off. The reason why I say hopefully is because back in 2018 in July, there's a man... And everybody, please go look this guy up. He did a great job on this video. Notorious Dub is his name. 
Uh, he played against Ziff and Lucky Leon in a UMG tournament, and literally they were teaming to kill him and then feeding Ziff the kills. So they would team and fall together and then kill kill Notorious so he couldn't get the points and so Ziff could win. And like, there's so much evidence to this. And you would think, okay, he almost got caught there, right? He almost got penalized there. He won't do it here. And sure enough, man, he did it again. And I, that's why I say, oh, you know, hopefully, you know, that it's over. You know, uh, what, what does the saying go? It says, you know, um, you know, first time shame, sh- shame on you. Second time shame on me. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, look, he, he does it a third time. Epic. Just get him out of here. Like this is this is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, and I, I will say this to the community that listens. If you know players are cheating, please report them. It does nothing good for the game. Cheating does nothing good for the game. Uh, you know, my mom always said, Monster, cheaters never prosper. Yeah. No, it's true, man. Uh, I'm totally behind that that same thing as well. And I mean, like I said before, and I'll, I'll say it again, if if for some reason one of you listeners, just, it went over your head, I think the penalty was very light. I personally, if it were my call, that's at, at, at the minimum a ban from the, the World Cup. But, and the reason I say that is because this is the World Cup you're talking about, arguably what will be the biggest event. Uh, you know, in esports history, maybe up until this date, right? Price pool wise, and and just just the sheer magnitude of yeah. where this stands, right? And then the current age, um, like dang, dude, I I would have just at at minimal, and I'm talking minimal. That's just a permanent from that. I would have, and, and and the harshest for me, I'd like, dude, strip that man's epic idea away. Like you're yeah. talking in a, in a big event where there's a, this is a million dollar tournament too. Don't even forget the slot for the world cup. This is quite literally just an actual, it's also a million dollar weekend tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's definitely crazy. You know, the, the, the thing about it is, is the integrity of the sport hurts when people cheat, you know, but we I, players do the steroids and stuff and they get a couple weeks off too. So no, I agree. Um, but oh, okay. it also it also changes the integrity of the sport, right? Everything comes yeah. in question when someone does that. You know, if if LeBron James, if it came out LeBron James was taking steroids or something, right, in, in the NBA finals, and that's how he got through and how he's done it for so many years in a row, like people start questioning, is he really the best, right? Because he had some assistance, right? Um, and by the way, I'm not saying LeBron ever did anything. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying at all. The man is a beast naturally. But um, my, my point to it is, is that I just don't want a situation where I don't want a situation where, uh, somebody is doing something in Fortnite to hurt esports as a whole, right? In any esport, I don't want it. I don't want it to hurt esports I mean, as a whole. I mean, just dude, the amount of Counter-Strike professionals that have cheated too. It, I mean, it just, it's just something that happens in the gaming industry. Yeah. It's a little different than some of those other games, right? Cause they're using like straight up aimbot and hacks and right, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But this, the first iteration i guess or these this is a new evolution of type of uh colluding right or stuff like that um and i mean you know uh, to also talk about csgo in the past teams would bet right like literally counter bet against themselves and then like throw yeah. serious ways to win big money so like cheating in sports and that kind of stuff it's just always been around and now we're seeing it in esports and it sucks dude because yeah, it's greed it's all greed well it does suck and i think what's gonna have to happen is maybe some crazy crazy uh punishments kind of like what you said 
take their counts away, right? All yeah. Penalties need to happen so people just feel like it's not even worth it, dude. You know, it's okay to not be number one. Come in number, you know, number two and three. Yeah. Still pie, dude. Earn what you earn. Well, one thing that uh, people definitely earned was the Tommy gun coming back to Fortnite. Uh, everybody jumping in, voting for the Tommy gun, had a, had a cool event. Let's just talk real quick through this event. You know, it opens up, the gate opens up at, at, at Loot Lake. Everybody goes down. You're watching this with Golden Boy on the big screen back at the Fortnite Studios in California. And uh, what, what, tell me, just walk me through kind of what you guys were doing there. What were y'all talking about? Were you ho- what were you hoping the, the crowd was going to go for? Uh, and, and, you know, coming out with Tommy Gun, what was your final thought on that? So for, for starters, I was genuinely hoping for Grappler or Bouncer to make a, make a comeback. I'm always big on the, the mobility stuff. In mm-hmm. the past, I was anti-Grappler, just on the state of the game. Double barrel shotgun with Grappler. Combination was too strong. Current state of the game with our, uh, you know, just pool, loop pool option. I thought the grappler fit in the game, even with the ballers and stuff. It's like, dude, give people ways to save mats, et cetera. Um, but what were we, the, the way it played out, dude, it was awesome. We carried out a whole <laughs> couch, put it on the middle of the floor, the rug area, uh, threw it up on the big screen. It was super sick to watch it kind of all unfold. And when I saw the 99 people jump on the Tommy gun, I was like, <laughs> ah! like what is going on? And it's so funny because part of me feels bad that the Tommy gun's in the game because like, dude, the Tommy gun is not fun at higher, you know, competitive levels. It's just so strong. And then part of me is happy because it says, Hey, listen here, vocal Twitter and, and Reddit and, and everyone that swears, they know all oh, the community wants this. No, no, no. My friend, you see the 99 on top of the drum. <laughs> Those are the guys that don't use Twitter, Instagram, and play this game for fun every day. And you see the one lone wolf over there swinging at the the bouncer. Yeah, that's us, dude. That's that's the people that want balance in the game. You know, real balance that yeah. we think we need. Um, so I think it was it was a good thing to show people, hey, hey, you want you want to see what the community thinks? Sure, go ahead and vote. And then you see the difference. Like, whoa! So here's your voice. Here's their voice. And this is how much, uh, you know. I guess weighing, right? The scale yeah. has to be when Epic decides balance versus fun, right? There's just so much more people that want to have fun. <laughs> you can well, see it, de- it definitely has showed. Uh, I think that was so funny. If you watch Nick Merckx's thing, he, he he started going for the sword, trying to get everybody to go for the sword, right? He totally <laughs> wanted to throw it. Uh, that was interesting to see. I thought it was really funny. If you haven't watched Nick Merckx's, uh, and, and he, I think he was with uh, Cypher, uh, and it was it was it was a bit pretty entertaining, but. Um, I, I think it is interesting too. All of the pros have switched their, their wording on Twitter from you, you don't listen to the community to why doesn't Epic do what, you know, what the real players, right. And they call themselves yeah, the real yeah. players, right. Or, yeah. But yes, the, the wording has changed the the toning has changed a little bit. Yeah. And it's, it's at least it was an eye opener for everyone. And I thought, I think it was completely genius of Epic games to in, introduce something like that to try that because i don't think we've ever seen that before like no a lot of voting where letting it's millions like, of people vote like yep. that doesn't happen pretty nuts and i and i know guys for the listeners oh you know you didn't get in and, and 50 percent made it through i know i know there was an error with it but the 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 magnitude is the scale it's not even close dude like it was still so one-sided i think you can literally let in the other half and and disperse them to any of the other options without the drum gun and the drum gun was probably still staggering um, because that's so how many lobby 
You think you think in 2020 that's how we'll vote for president? Everybody jump in Fortnite. <laughs> uh, you know, what would be really funny is we have a voting event. I'm also pretty sure, like at that point, the the drum gun will be put back in the vault. I think everyone, <laughs> hopefully, they've seen what they asked for. They bolted back down. Well, I, that, that brings me. How long do you think it will stay? Do you think season nine will be its end? Like they let it run for a weekend and a, or you know almost a you know. I think I think uh, I think it would make it past season nine. Um, I'll say that because it was just put in the game. It was clearly put in for a mass majority vote, and they'll ignite a uh, casual fire. If they just like we just got it back and put it away, <laughs> right? like that would probably not. I don't, I don't know. You know why I don't know if that's the case, bro? Because I don't know if that community that voted for that gun knows. really cares. They just want content, right? They don't care. Like they just enjoy the game. Like they just enjoy the world of Fortnite. They're not necessarily mm-hmm. worrying about every victory royale they get. They're not worried about every build off they get. They're not worried about end game. Like a lot of those players, I don't think they are. They just enjoy the game and it. And I think that's what the problem is that the that the that the pro community doesn't understand is it's okay to not be the best at a game and just enjoy the world of Fortnite. Like just enjoy the content that they give to us. And that's what a lot of players want. And I think that's what it showed. Um we had the volcano erupt right after the after the voting. You had one hit yeah. retail. You had one hit bottom of Polar Peak. Looks like that's melting away. Hopefully season nine. We're gonna see what that turns out to be. Um and then you had, you know. One, this was so funny about watching Nick Merckx's is because you had one hit tilted, right? Break into four pieces of hit. He's like, no. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's like they knew what his reaction would be. And they sent the final one, you know, like that fifth one, that big one that hit and just destroyed it. And he's just like, no, it was so great, man. Like his reaction was the best to it because I think we all know, you know, it's, it's been, you know, Merck Towers for so long or Aiden Towers for so long. Uh, that uh, I need to go find out if Aiden Aiden's response. I haven't seen his. You know, he just had those shirts made that say Aiden Towers too. You know, and everybody. No, they're OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know that that happened. Uh, what do you think about the POIs? You think you think the volcano's over? Are we gonna see maybe like a a cinematic of the volcano erupting again and more things happening? Or we're gonna see a a big change to the map? So I think I first of all I don't think the volcano's done. Um. Also, if you notice uh, Epic's teasers, they're releasing the character and then like a letter. So they're spelling something out. They already released the N and the E. So yep. it could be like near or like the end is near or it could be scrambled. Maybe it's just going to be like an E-N-D, like the end is here or something like that. Uh, but what about that, new? What about new? N-E-W? Or, yes, or new. And, and the reason I say that is because I don't think the volcano is done. Part of me really thinks that the entire map is going to get wrecked and we're going to have a brand new Fortnite map, basically. Um, just reshape. Re- yeah, all that. Like maybe the molten uh, lava just creates a new terrain, let's say. Um, for all we know, the, the lava can fill up the divot again. Or, you know, some crates like that because technically, uh, you know, volcanoes create islands. Right. You know? Like yeah. that's like a real thing in, in, in the world. Like, yeah. so the volcano is not only going to be the destruction of the current Island, but it's going to be the start of what is going to be the next season. Huh? Um, that's interesting. Yes. 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 So I think, I think it's going to go that far. Uh, I also think the removal of tilted was like a good thing. I think Epic realized that having a really big area where players can naturally huddle and congest themselves 
completely destroys the balance of the player pool and and casual games in the lobby. And with that, I don't think we're ever going to see another like Paradise Palms style building in the middle of the map ever. So, um, yeah. That, that's just my take on it. Well, last week, we also, along with all these changes, all this is happening, we also got, you know, the, the version uh, 8.51 update brought in mainly, the you know, main thing is it brought in shadow bombs. How did you see over the weekend, number one, Tom, again, I want to know your opinion of this over the weekend, and then shadow bombs. How did those two play into the game? Um, and how do you think they impacted the game? Uh, you know, from both a player standpoint and also, um, you know, from a viewing standpoint. Uh, so the drum gun wasn't allowed to be used in competitive this weekend. It will be on for the lead up competitive. The map changes were affected and the shadow bomb did make it through this weekend. So right. the map changes, not too sure how that played out. I can only imagine it made things just a little bit harder, a little bit weirder for people that play those, uh, those areas because the loot pool was shifted around, right? You had to figure it out real quick uh, but the shadow bomb and when i saw the shadow bomb, i just knew off the bat like oh this is gonna be good some people took to complaining immediately right naturally like oh imagine you climb a building no nobody complains at fortnite come on yeah so like i was like chillax dude um this is exactly what we need right you need something that can help help you speed up mobility in in rotate and save mats and all that kind of stuff uh so in competitive dudes so many people were rocking shadow bomb they were using it on zone five to cut across if they didn't have RNG. Yeah, right? I on saw that. In or zone six, like all these zones for rotations. And it was, it was, it was dope, man. It was so dope watching them use it. Uh, you saw people get aggressive for high ground or change layers. So like, I loved watching it, man. I love watching uh, players just get pumped in the side of the head from not paying attention to shadow. I think it's really hard to see. I don't know, dude, the fact that you go invisible, like you, <laughs> it looks like you go invisible, dude. I think you can only see like the ghost contrail. If yeah. that maybe, you're high enough. Um, I think that should be reworked. First thing, I don't think you should go completely invisible. It's kind of crazy. What was that in season four that we had the shadow rock? Was it what? What was yeah, it? They'll see the people that use the shadow stone like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You activate it and you rotate, and you can you can climb in the air and dash around and go through builds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was strong, but you could like you can clearly see the person. Like people get like hurt big time for that. Uh, but with the shadow bomb, it happens so quick, dude. I played today for the first time after the weekend, and uh, I got into a fight. I do use it, and bro, he he was gone, dude, gone like the for real. <laughs> and I, I try not to use that, that phrase too much on on the stream because it's so like cliche, or whatever. But but you're literally gone like the wind, dude. Like you're out of there. So, uh, yeah, it's good. I, it, it was fun watching it. You know what's funny as I probably watched three hours at least uh, on on Sunday and at least two hours on Saturday of the event, and I didn't even notice people didn't use Tommy guns. I didn't even realize that. Like yeah, it, it was it was a game, but it it, it wasn't um, affecting everyone. So that's that makes good sense. Though. No, that makes sense. It makes absolute sense. Uh, but yeah, the shadow bombs. I thought they were really cool to see. I I, I like seeing mobility. I think mobility is interesting because. I think you see the best use of mobility items at the competitive level, at the high level, right? Um, yeah, and they're so critical. You see how critical they are, and that's what—that's the, the the you know the the in depth play that I love to see. Well, before we jump out of here, let's get a quick tip and trick from the man himself, Monster D Face. All right, Monster, you find yourself at the end. You find yourself on the ground, and you, my friend, are a ground warrior as well. You, 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 you know, you even said you want to make a shirt. 
So you got some ground warriors on it. Uh, what, what do you do? What is it something that somebody can look at and go, man, I'm, I'm stuck in this position. They got the high ground on me. What do I do? Uh, you, you actually, the, the scariest part about playing or going against someone who's good on the low ground is that they're not afraid to fire back and like reverse peek you. So like peek you from the low ground. I think it's, it's very underrated and it's been, I guess, rising in the scene, more players uh, playing the low ground. It's kind of trendy right now to not necessarily go for these crazy build battles because you can have some disgusting shots on players because when someone's on high ground, one of the things, yeah, it's easier to fire down and hit headshots, but it's also easier to hit headshots from the bottom up because all you're exposing is your upper half. So you're almost always going to get critted. And that's one of the things you have to, uh, to be worried, worrisome about. So there's a tactic called the Tifu Classic, where Tifu jumps, fires a shotgun shot, and then puts a floor down. Um, and then basically the reverse version, the low ground version, you fire up and then place the wall as you walk backwards. So you can literally do the same thing and, and catch those low ground peaks. And a good low ground warrior, that's what a low ground warrior basically is. Someone who can battle from the low ground and do the low ground peaks and get those pop-offs before you trade in. So it, it's it's almost the same trade. You can you can get it back and forth. Um, so you know, get get your low ground peaks up, dude. I like it. I like it. Learning how to do those peaks, learning how to build and move at the same time, obviously key function there. But so you know, it sounds like if you're if if you play on the low ground, if you're a low ground warrior yourself. It's not necessarily a disadvantage. Sounds like it can also be an advantage for you if you learn how to use it. Well, guys, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you guys enjoy the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes. Leave us a comment on Podbean. Send all your complaints directly to, yes, that's right, MonsterDFace at the Fortnite Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. You can follow us on Twitter at the Fortnite Podcast. Myself, 2LTX, MonsterDFace at MonsterDFace, M-O-N-S-T-E-R, letter D-F-A-C-E. Monster, tell them where they can find you throughout the week. Yep. Guys, catch me at MonsterDFace as usual on all of my social medias. Don't forget, every Friday we're releasing a new episode in our competitive series where we review pro players. This week, I'll be taking a look at someone who's qualified multiple weeks throughout this the uh, the, com- the competition uh, weekend qualifiers. So we'll see what it uh, what it takes, kind of where they land, and and what it takes to turn out to be a champion in an RNG based game, as everyone says. So, <laughs> well, guys. Yeah, make- absolutely guys make sure you check out check out monster d faces youtube channel go show the love and the support there it's there 24 7 so you can't say i don't have time or it's not available it's always available on youtube.com slash monster d face until next time guys dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales